You ever get that weird phlegm bubble that turns your voice into Kermit the Frog for like three seconds? Yep. Not at all. And then it goes away. I am back for another week of horror bullshit, you motherfuckers. Ain't alone this week. Jason's back in the house. Hi. There he is. The man straight from your mom's basement. Also, the legacy, the Dominion, Buddy, has returned. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, fellas? Oh, man. It's, it's like a threesome in here. Yeah. I am uh, I'm a, I'm a little... Um, I'm not fully erect, but I am ready for action. <laughs> I can be ready at a moment's notice, gentlemen. So, or 20 minutes when the pill kicks in. I mean, I, I took well, I took the pill about 18 minutes ago. Oh, nice. So I can be <laughs> ready for whatever. Whoever's going to start the threesome, you let me know. What's going on, Jason? What's up with you, big dog? Nothing whatsoever. That's good to know. Just <laughs> a week of uh, monotony, and that's it. How cool? Literally is that? nothing. How cool is that? It's actually pretty cool. I could do. I'll take monotony. I, I would love monotony, but I'd say I would love monotony. But whenever I have more than like three days off of work, I get antsy in the pantsy. Well, luckily they're not going to give you more than three days off. I know. I can. They'll just make you work sixteen. Fucking three, yeah, throw that right out the window. Speaking of not working more than three days, here comes Buddy. Hey, how many days in a row have you worked? Seven hundred and twenty-four. Uh, today. <laughs> today. Really? Yeah. You had some days off. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you come into my home well-rested and ready and be positive? You know what's even better? What? I have tomorrow off. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Get out of my house. Some apocalyptic shit right there. Yeah. Talking about days off. How dare you? The seventh seal has been broken. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird. You can tell because his smile is slightly bigger than normal. He's always smiling. Well, he was staring at your partial erection. Yeah. This thing ain't going to stay in the pants all night, gentlemen. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> right on, dudes. What's going on with you, buddy, other than having a couple days off? Uh, just uh, between working, shooting pool. That's about it, really. Yeah? Are you yeah. doing the pool tournament thing again? Yep. How are you doing? Uh, we had our first match last Saturday. Well, actually, it's the second match, but it's the first one I was there for. Nice. Uh, lost it. Okay. Played somebody that was a couple levels higher than me, and we went all the way to you know playing all the max games we could before somebody finally won. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Uh, so, uh, I lost with pride. Well... I got a point out of it. Not many people can say that, because that's kind of a contradiction. But whatever, whatever. I mean, if that yeah. works for you, well done, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so what, are you doing the like the, the pairs again? Okay, so it's a five-person team. Okay. Uh, so five people play each week, but it's eight people roster. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Let me ask you this. Hmm. What is the name of your pool team? Ball Bare handlers. Knuckles. 
What? The Bare Knuckles. The Bare Knuckles. Yes. I love it. And the reason for that is, I guess it was a Bare Knuckles bar or tavern or something. Okay. And it's no longer there, but that's where they got the name from. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. I don't know where it was. I think it was... Um Fourth in Keystone, they tore the yeah 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 in that area yeah Yeah. Yeah. right right next to the Pizza Baron yes yeah right on dude Mm -hmm. I love that I'm always fascinated whenever there's like a bowling team or somewhere where everybody gets to pick the name of the team you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because people either go full on intimidation Uh like bare knuckles or they go completely stupid like I don't know. Your mom's panties, or something, some, <laughs> yeah. something like that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So yeah, we got pocket protectors. There we, you go. That's yeah. who we played against. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two teams in next weekend's RTO: Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. and Dead by Moonlight. There you go. So there's that. Mm-hmm. My son's soccer team, the Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be part of the Kraken, <laughs> right? Buddy, that's where it's at. I want to be the Kraken. Yeah. Uh, he's got. They went undefeated. Nice. So, nice. fuck Very yeah. Cool. The cracking. Cracking your ass. <laughs> right on, dudes. Well, we got a regular horror show to get into here, kids. We got horror news, listener mail, all kinds of fun stuff. We also have a live studio audience in the house. Woo! Yes! She's quiet because she's tired. So, we're going <laughs> to leave her alone for now until we get to uh, the 90s Hunky Boys which are going to come up later in the show, Ooh. in which we will need a female opinion on, my dear. So stay close. <laughs> but keep drinking, though. You're going to love this part. If she doesn't throw her panties over here, I'll throw mine. I'm going to double down with my panties. <laughs> here they come. It's going to be a panty extravaganza or whatever. <laughs> Thought I had something there. Let's do a little horror news, you maniacs. Mm-hmm. horror news buddy you've been away for a while do us the honors will you all right you know district nine i do well there's a sequel coming they've been saying that for a very long time but now it's coming huh district 10 (laughs) it's coming in the near future it felt like an awesome way to do a sequel. So, yeah, it continues to be developed, and it's getting a lot closer. No name for it yet, but they're still Is that that Alien Shrimp movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Uh, a bl- a blung- Neil Blomkin. There we go. So, mm-hmm. Blumkin. Really, the only reason to watch that movie is, no, they weren't. I was going to say Die Antwerp was in it, but they weren't in that movie. They were in the other they one. They were in that robot Chappie. Chappie. Chappie, yeah. yeah. That movie is fucking terrible. I like Die Antwoord. I thought they were, <laughs> for being a couple of nutsack rap, sort of rappers, whatever you want to call them, I thought they were all right. And to the ninja. Yeah. World, uh, World Wide Web. It's a poos. <laughs> You're a poos, poos. Um, I wasn't into District 9 at all. No. Uh, even the aliens like weren't even that really that intimidating. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably going to pass on that one. What else you got, buddy? This one's kind of silly, but Scream Factory is upgrading the first three Child's Play movies to 4K Ultra HD. Guess who got a pre-order in yesterday? I love that about you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's coming out um, August 16th, which can be purchased solo or part of a special bundle. Really? That's all you need as far as the Child's Play movies. Just those first That's where I stop. That's that's, that's the end as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. I mean, I love uh, Jennifer Tilly. But really, at that point, you're not even a horror movie anymore. You're into like a weird satirical uh, uh, Heidi Klum or no, um, the other one, um, 
screaming hot. What the hell was her name? She Come lasted. On, you got to do better than that. She lasted about eight minutes in Hollywood. Knocked up. Um, oh boy. Not Heidi Klum. Oh. Um, Blonde. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> I can see her face. I just can't put the name to the face. Well, we could spend ten minutes. Uh, well, on let's it. not. Let's not even do hmm. that. But really, I think is if you're going to be. You know what, though? What I would do, I would get the box set, the first three, and then I would get um, uh, not Cult of Chucky, but... Um, seed? Not Seed Bribe. of Chucky. It's right there behind you in that shelf. What is that? House of Chucky? Uh, Curse of Chucky. Oh. That is a horror movie. Fiona Dorif in a uh, wheelchair. That is an actual I haven't horror. seen it. Yeah. That is, that is actually worth watching. Yeah, Col- Cult of Chucky. It fell so far off the deep end after three. I felt like he tried to get back with Curse of Chucky. Cult of Chucky, you can wad up and throw right out the window. Uh, that's where we get into Kaiju Chucky and 3,000, <laughs> an army of Chuckies running around. It's dumb as shit. Uh, but that one wasn't bad. Hmm. All right, buddy, what else you got? Jamie Foxx has a new vampire movie called Day Shift, which is, which is now rated R for strong violence and gore. I'm excited. Yes. I like Jamie Foxx. There's a trailer coming soon, but it's going to go straight to streaming August 12th. Hmm. Um, I'm into it. I like Jamie Foxx. I think uh, he is now going to be our go-to guy because Will Smith is gone. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever coming back. So, yeah. Jamie Foxx, you're our man. Um, also, Idris Elba. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm talking about black dudes. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. <laughs> Which he should be playing Bond here pretty soon. But. I'm into that. Yeah. I would love to see that. That erection just plumped up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Mr. Elba like that. How dare you? Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Right on. Jason? I got nothing. Okay. Uh, so this is interesting, and I'm interested hmm. to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Stephen King has revealed that his upcoming book, Rattlesnakes, is going to be a sequel to Cujo. Wow. Whoa. Thoughts on that? Hmm. I so I love to see it fleshed out. Cujo. Yeah. I, I, you guys have seen the movie. Yeah. I yep. assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read the book. No. No. Okay. Literacy. <laughs> How dare. Whatever. You. I have, but it was, I think it was in high school. So the <laughs> thing about Cujo is, it's not really a, mo- a book. The original book isn't really about uh, Saint Bernard with rabies. It's right. about a cheating housewife. The, the St. Bernard with rabies and being trapped in the car, that's like the last two chapters of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Stephen King is doing recently is he's taking his child characters that in the book, uh, Thaddeus, the kid, he survives. In the movie, he doesn't. Right. So I think what we're probably going to find out here is where Thaddeus went as an adult. He was the kid that was trapped in the car. So that's what he did with The Shining. He took mm-hmm. Danny Torrance and... Made him uh, alcoholic, just right. like his dad. So I'm guessing that uh, Thad is probably going to be cheating on his wife. And cool. Something with rattlesnakes. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm in, man. I'm, mm. uh, I'm going to check it out. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jodie Foster is going to star in season four of True Detective. Yeah. Hmm. You guys into this? Have you? Got, are you up no. on the True Detective? Yeah. I watched the first two seasons. Wow. Be honest with you, the second season was really hard to follow. Have you guys seen the second season? It at, when I rewatched it the second time, it's really, really good. Is it? Yeah, the, the first run through, and especially comparing it to the first season, which was amazing. I loved the first season. Uh, season two really let me down, but um, I think I've seen it 
two, three, four times now. Wow. wow. It's okay. actually actually really good now. I love Vince Vaughn as a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Cell, he, what is that? Cell Block 99? or Oh, uh, Rumble in Cell Block 9 or something. Rumble in Cell Block. <laughs> Rumble in the Bronx. I feel 99. like there was like a Rumble in the fucking, yeah. Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah. But that was a good one. Uh, I, I probably need to rewatch that one. Lastly, dudes, are you ready to have your mind blown? I am. Yes. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. Yes. <laughs> you had me at Funko honey. Pop. Blood and Honey. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are aware, but Winnie the Pooh just slipped into public domain. And there is presently a horror movie coming out entitled Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It has already begun principal photography. There are stills up right now showing Winnie the Pooh, or I should say a fat guy in a Winnie the Pooh mask, uh, ripping the shit out of some... Nice. Wow. Piglet is also somewhat involved, and there is a, what I perceive to be a somewhat of a... Tigger? Tigger kind of a (laughs) thing. From what I... It's very hard to decipher what's going on here, other than there's a slasher. A young lady gets killed in a hot tub, um... I think there may be some kind of a monster involved, but I can't quite tell just yet. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I'm in. I'm in. How long until we get a scat fetish film with Winnie the Pooh? I'm making it as we speak. (laughs) 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 That's all we got on the horror news, you maniacs. All right. You guys ready for some listener mail? Yeah. Let's get it on. Listener mail. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, I tell you what, my friends. Hmm. We are going international to start things off. Here comes all the way from Sydney, Australia, Tim. Hey, Tim. Subject line is Jason there. What? Huh? Is Jason there? I'm there. Or I'm here. (laughs) Is Jason there? What? That's my impression of the chick from The Strangers, dude. Is Tamara here? Oh, that oh. N- nailed it. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, boy. Hang out with me here. <laughs> Hang mean, out you, with you, me. You could have filmed up the voice a little bit. I do, well, no, that's it's very understated. That's how she does it. And she, she took the uh, light bulb out so you couldn't see her face. Uh, is Jason there? Hi, Darian, and hopefully Buddy, Monica, or Jason. I love your show, solo shows, Dee, but I like hearing the rest of the family and hearing they are well. I understand it. I understand if Monica is helping her mum, said mum, mum, or if Buddy needs to eat M and M's at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Both very important. But I'm wondering, is Jason going to be a permanent host? The fans demand Jason. <clears throat> well, shit, man. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, anyway, onto this show, Terra Dome. I'm going with the Blind Dead. I've actually never seen a Blind Dead film, but I can't imagine the zombies doing anything to the Blind Dead. Uh, Tim. Tim, you host a show called Horror for Dummies, and you're telling me you've never seen a Blind Dead movie? I will box them. How dare up. you! I will box them up and send them to you. It's going to cost me 150 bucks, but <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Buddy, who do you think would win in a fight between the Blind Dead and the zombies? Mm, blind Dead. Thank you very much, Violet. Who do you think would win in a fight between the Blind Dead and regular old zombies? I'm going to go with zombies. Oh fucking. 
<laughs> when's this? We'll just we'll just when? cross that out. You know, delete when? that little part of there. And <laughs> Were, did, did you? She hasn't seen what, Blind Dead. What's? I gotta go. Stop! <laughs> stop it right now. I will. Right. I, I, I was just uh, finishing up with Tim's <clears throat> uh, Rec series that he's doing. And uh, it's really made me want to rewatch Wreck. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel so misled. He said it was on Shutter, and I can't find it. So I don't know if maybe it's on Shutter in Australia. In Australia. I was say, Australian Shutter yeah. is different. From so me. guess what? I guess I just got to buy the set. Well, Damn it. If you're interested, I have a very <laughs> cool coffin set of the Blind Dead movies. It came in a little coffin box. No, I'm talking about Rick. Rick. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, if you're in the mood to buy sets of movies, oh. <laughs> since you're out there, it's not uh, it's not a steel book, though, Jason. Sorry. Damn it. Hmm. Uh, anyway, under this show, Terradome, I'm going with The Blind Dead. I've actually never seen a Blind Dead film, but I can't imagine any guy already read that. Darian, you are the devil's candy. Yes, I am. I figured that out as soon as you said struggling artist. Wow, he cut that early. Then you mentioned heavy metal, and I knew I had you. That's it for me this week. You guys stay beautiful. Tim. Bye, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for writing in, Tim. Uh, Since we're already international, let's get up to jolly old England with the horror slut. Cat is in the house. Hey, Cat. Subject line. Quick vote. Evening, gents. Really quick tonight, as I'm in the middle of a double shift. I feel like I should know educate, but I can't think of the movie right now. Teradome vote goes to the blind dead as I really enjoy a man that knows how to handle his sword. Hee hee. Tee hee. Cat, I'm going to direct you to my OnlyFans page. (laughs) I do quite a bit of handling of my own sword, if you understand what I'm saying. (laughs) I hope everyone has a safe and healthy week. Cat. Thanks, Cat. Thank you very much, Cat, for writing in. You're a beautiful young lady and a nurse, uh, nurse practitioner, I believe. You're doing the Lord's work over there in England. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's kick it back to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Hey. Subject line, the Z word. Zipper. I'm going to say it's zipper. Hmm. Zanzibar. Xanadu. No, that was an X. I was going to say xylophone, but I think that's an X, too. Mm-hmm. Zappy. Zorro. Zorro. <laughs> Zabs. Zombies. Zombies! There it is. That's probably what it is. God damn it. God damn it. Violet? <laughs> <laughs> Evening padded room. Hope everyone had a safe holiday weekend and someone made it in tonight. Terror Dome, blind dead. Zombies with swords for the win. Educate. No clue this week, though I'll probably be kicking myself when you say what it is. I did get a chance to watch a few movies over the weekend. Rent a pal. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that one? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton in that? Yeah. Oh, he's acting again, huh? Oh, yeah. I thought he was just playing board games. Well, that's good. Oh, he's got... Man, he's so great. (laughs) I love love that fucking guy. All right. (laughs) I'll loan you my copy of Rent-A-Pal if you want. Oh, you own it? Oh, yeah. I'm really upset because they actually released it on VHS. Wow. And I missed out. All right. Devastated. Uh, I enjoyed it for the psychological aspect, but was waiting for the supernatural drop. Still not a bad movie. Doghouse, fun, silly movie, and I was highly entertained. Haunter, you guys seen Haunter with Abigail Breslin? Yeah. Ah. <sighs> not great. Yeah. Nope. Interesting ghost story, not really scary, but had a decent premise. <laughs> the Seed, I think I remember that. It was okay, but I expected a bit more comedy from it. 
Oh, wait a minute. The Seed. Oh, that was on uh, uh, Shutter. I did that. We did that for immersion therapy oh, like yeah. five weeks ago. Alien type. Alien thing. with yeah. three ditzy uh, yeah. YouTubers, Bim whatever bets. they are. Yeah. Uh, Meander, I've heard a few mention it. Yes, it was very much like The Cube, and the ending could have been better, but I enjoyed it. I remember that one. The Stranger by Eli Roth. Not a bad zombie movie. I thought he was a vampire. Have you guys seen The Stranger? Mm-hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. I could have swore he was a vampire. Uh, back to work, working my ass off. We're down seven or eight drivers all this week. Wow. So work is completely jacked up. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. See ya. You Thanks, cowboy. You hear that, buddy? He's down seven or eight drivers, and he's working a uh, he's working his ass off. Yeah, what not, not taking two days <laughs> off. What are you doing? Slacker. I took you, three days off. How thank you. dare you? <laughs> God damn it. Son of a bitch. All right, let's get into some voicemails, you motherfuckers. We are going to start things off down in the funky old south. Here comes the main man from Alabama. My boy. Alan's in the house. Hey, Alan. Adrian, what's up? Uh, Charidome, give me the Jesse Bowling, your dad. <laughs> uh, That's fucked up, Alan. Hope everybody's <laughs> doing good. Talk to you later. Thanks for calling in, Alan. <laughs> See, he can say that because Jesse Bollinger is, he's blind, and he knows he's blind, and he's okay with talking about being blind, and poking fun at the fact that he's blind. Mm-hmm. So, there thus we have the Jesse Bollinger dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's still kind of fucked up in a way. <laughs> I miss Jesse. I need to drop him a line. Tell yeah, I haven't up. heard him. Heard from him in a long, long, long time. Yeah, well, miss that guy. He probably hasn't seen you in a while either. <laughs> oh, hey! <Good> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> All right, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Monica's pod boyfriend, Mister Mad Max himself. Tom Hardy's in the house. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, hey yo, hey yo, padded room. How's my favorite degenerate Fine. this week? I got the whole posse. Oh man, hope everyone is doing well and. Uh... Darren, it's been good to have a uh, guest with you there. Sure. Hope you have somebody to talk to this Absolutely. week as well. Uh, anyway, I um, wanted to get in on that there terror dome. Okay. And, um, you know what? Huh. I, I'm, I'm, I, Don't do it. I, I'm still not a, a mind dead guy. What? So you... I think it was the zombies, ah. punk rock zombies, or... Uh, I don't give a shit. I'll take whatever it is against the blind dead. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, on the what are you looking at department, yeah, I got to got finish it. out Fly Manor. What do you think? Uh, pretty, good, pretty good flick, man. Pretty good, good. show. I uh, I got to say, I, I still think uh, Hill House was a little bit better. I agree. Um, yeah. Again, I think it was a little more, I don't know, engaging, accessible, yeah. or whatever. But more still, fun. Bly Manor was fantastic. I still enjoyed it. You're going to love Midnight uh, Mass. And uh, I got to catch this other flick. Uh, black and white flick, uh, Roger Corman. Okay. Uh, beast from the bottom of the sea or beast from the bottom of the ocean. Some, yep. some, some that monster from the bottom of the ocean. I can't remember the title off. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you know, black it's, and white flick. Yeah, you know what Roger you're Corman, what do you want? Uh, it's kind of a short flick, like an hour or whatever. Most of them are. One of the things I've been noticing about these, these older flicks, hmm. um, is you know they'll set up like uh, some big beast, you know, some some terrifying monster or whatever, and right. then uh, it's kind of all build up, 
and then you know the exciting climax is like two minutes. Well, yeah, and it just so kind of mine. wraps up so <laughs> quick, you know. Oh, oh, there you go, feast defeated. Nope, Jason. And uh, you know, like this one here, they had this. Uh, this guy had a, a personal sub, I guess. Mm-hmm. Look, it, and you you see it, you're like, oh, it's a little cardboard thing, you know. Like I said, it's a Roger Corman flick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the uh, the monster down there at the bottom of the sea is like. <laughs> Actually, I, I really want to recommend this one just so you can see this monster. No, I've seen it. It looks like, of course, you have. honestly, somebody stuck like a googly eye, a single googly <laughs> eye, yeah. you, on I don't know some some like uh, octopus or whatever octopus that's controlled <laughs> yeah. by like a finger. You know what I mean? Just blah, blah. <laughs> so anyway, when it gets to the exciting, you know, climax, the uh, hero is passes by. Of course, the um, the beast, you know, mm-hmm. passes by going right, passes by going left. You got to take a couple and passes. And just fucking rams, rams his uh, sub right into that single fucking eye. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's it. That's, that, that's your exciting conclusion. <laughs> that's, you know? uh, yeah, that's I don't know. Independence Day. It, it, it seems to be mm-hmm. a trend. G. Pete, as he is wont to do, God bless him, he called back, though, ladies and gentlemen. G motherfucking P, G baby. motherfucking P. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like I was saying, it just seems to be a, a trend in all these older flicks. Is, you know, they set up this, oh, this thing is so terrible, so bad, and then, oh, oh well, you know, the, the monster just fell off a cliff. So there you yeah. go. Movie yeah. over, you know. Sail off into the sunset. Everybody's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems, like I said, a trend in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, on the uh, educating department. Come on now. Come on, He's, Tom Hardy, uh, give it to candy me. Candy by chance. Like, yeah, you got even it. Even if you're not, can you just say you are? Yeah, no, you got me. It's got to have been like two months. You did it, buddy. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Bye. Bye. My man. <laughs> it's funny how he brings that up because that that he's right. That was pretty much the formula. But what that is is a lack of special effects budget. So really mm-hmm. what it boils down to is we have a monster that looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to show it to anybody because we know damn well it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. It's probably made out of pool noodles and uh, <laughs> some fucking like, coat hangers or something. So when we do actually show the goddamn thing, it's got to be dark as fuck all. we got to mm-hmm. build it up as much as we can, show as little of it as we can. And uh, that's how we get those. My favorite, my favorite, like, scene which like pops up in every single one of these movies is when the thing attacks and it's got tentacles or big spider legs or whatever whatever it is Mm -hmm. and the main actor has to grab the tentacle and wrap it around himself (laughs) hold it to himself as if he's struggling like oh no here comes another one and you yeah. can you can totally tell what's going he's bringing on. Bringing it in, yeah. yeah. It, but he's God bless him. He's acting his fucking ass off, mm-hmm. trying to make this thing believable, which is probably a bunch of um, kids' toys and foam rubber. So that's kind of how movies were made back in the the sixties and the fifties, especially the creature features. Uh, the other pet peeve I have, as far as those particular movies go, is the young uh, teenage couple in love 
who somehow finds a way to save the world yeah. as they are falling in love and outsmarting the giant tarantula. Every time. Every goddamn mm-hmm. time. At least the, the beast from the bottom of the sea had like an actual scientist involved. So you got that going for you, Tom Hardy. At least it wasn't Billy and Julie who were trying to have sex with each other out on the hill. And yep. then the meteor crashed, and now we got to save the world. There's that. That's all we got on the listener mail. All right. You guys got anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, Cat, Cowboy, or Tim? Love y'all. Thanks for calling and writing in. Thank you guys very much. Smooches. Let's (laughs) scream for the last time. There's certain rules to surviving. Believe me, I know. They always come back. The killer is a part of something in the past. This one just feels different. You're all in danger. Mom? Where? Sydney. I've seen this movie before. Not this movie. You said we were going to finish this. Go finish it, Sydney. That's right, boys. We are continuing your PhD in Screamology with Scream, technically Scream 5, but they're just calling this one Scream. Came out in 2022. Got 6.4 stars on IMDb. That is a full 3.2 stars better than President Evil. Directed by (laughs) Matt Bettinelli. Written by James Vanderbilt. Stars, of course, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette. Of course. Um, We are a full ten years past Scream 4. And while the Woodsboro ghost face mythos is continuing, so is the stab movies. And so is everything else. Mm -hmm. So like all Scream movies, we are going to follow the same formula. Jason, you're... Prophetic reaction to last week and the repetitiveness <laughs> in this franchise is nuts on accurate. Uh, young lady at home alone, uh, played by Jen Ortega. She is playing Tara, and she is actually, I found, to be uh, quite the shining star of this movie, all yeah. things considered. Yep. Um, unfortunately, we only get to see her for a combined screen time of maybe 10 minutes, give or take. Yeah, not too much. She is not the star of this movie, although she probably should be. Um, She's at home alone. Of course, the phone rings, and it's our long-lost friend, Ghostface. Do you like scary movies? All the regular horse shit. We get a very... um, I don't know what you want to call it, but a very long-winded, blowhardy diatribe about quote-unquote elevated horror and how yeah. the Babadook is by and far the supreme movie of our I generation. think that was my biggest issue with the entire movie, was <laughs> yeah. that of all elevated horror dimension, well, that, that's, that's your pull? The Babadook? Yeah, and she brought it up again at the end. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, a lot, of, a lot of things get tossed around in here. The Babadook, anything by Jordan Peele. 
Um, let's take a moment and discuss what the hell elevated horror is supposed to be. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, would you call it, um, I guess, horror with some kind of a subtext? I, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm too stupid to understand it. I guess. I think. I think they're talking about horror that you have to put thought into. Okay. Remember the good old days when horror movies frightened and disturbed you. Thus, they were called horror movies. Mm-hmm. They didn't require any thought. You saw something on the screen and you went, ah. and then that was it. Yeah, you didn't Boy, have to fucking. You really about it. conveyed the the fear there. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> You know what I mean? You didn't have to think about it. You didn't have to, oh, what is that a metaphor for? Some horse shit like that. You saw something, it creeped you out, and that was the end of the equation. Mm -hmm. Now we have elevated horror. Such as, I don't know, new titles like Men. Ah, You're getting ahead of of me, hot dog. (laughs) So that's fine. Uh, We get the standard screen fare. Uh, Ghostface calls. Ghostface says, I'm going to kill everybody you know. uh, We get some... uh, what, what do you call FaceTime of her best friend getting dressed? Uh, it's somewhere there in Woodsboro. We get some uh, neat little, um, I guess, Easter eggs, connotations, mentions of the Stab series, mm-hmm. which from what I understand is now in season eight. And what's funny to me is as he was asking her Stab, stab trivia, I answered all the Stab trivia. I think I'm a bigger fan of the Stab movies than I am of the Scream movies, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. I've seen a combined 14 minutes of Stab movies. They're not that bad. Yeah. They're actually not that I bad. I think I missed one question. I don't remember which one. But I was like, really? This is sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Ghostface jumps out of the closet. Run, run, run. Stab, stab, stab. Kill, kill, kill. Unfortunately, however, our um, formula is somewhat broken because... Finally. Because... Tara lives, mm-hmm. and she actually survives <clears throat> the initial attack and gets taken to the hospital. Yeah. Now we're going to cut to Modesto, California. Picturesque Ooh, Modesto. Have you ever? Have you guys ever been to Modesto? Yep. It is unruly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is not a good place to be. Uh, we're going to cut. Even worse, we're going to go to a bowling alley at probably four in the afternoon <laughs> in Modesto. Is there a better breeding ground for alcoholics and unemployed people right. than a bowling alley in Modesto, California? <laughs> I couldn't afford L.A. Here I am. Well, I, I, I submit to you, Bakersfield. I was going to say uh, Stockton. Yeah. Stockton. Stockton is pretty gnarly. That's a good one. There's some really gnarly places in Northern California, my friends, uh, where we are going to meet the sister of Tara. Her name is Sam. Uh, now, she is played by Melissa Barrera. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, Melissa Barrera. Attractive young lady. Acting genius. <laughs> I mean... The, 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 I want to be nice. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, she's very attractive. She has a lazy eye, which I found a bit distracting. Uh, but she is not an actress, my friend. <laughs> there is a scene coming up... <laughs> <laughs> Never do that to me again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, there is a scene coming up in which she's supposed to be conveying like a serious depth of emotion. And I found it hilarious because like I could get Daphne in here and she could probably do a better job of conveying these emotions right. than Melissa Barrera did. She is not an actress. No. All right. Uh, let's move right along. Uh, now, from there, we're going to cut back to Woodsboro. We get the, the phone call. Your sister's been attacked. Um, 
you got to come back here and check it out. The phone call comes from a young man named Wes. Okay. Wes Carpenter, of all names. Mm. Now, Not on the nose at all. No, but there is going to be a very touching scene which pays homage to certain aspects of things coming up here in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm, for that, I will tip my hat to Scream uh, 5 or Scream or whatever you want to call it. Now, moving right along, we're going to meet Sam's boyfriend, played by Jack Quaid. Of the boys. Yeah. He actually is... I, I'm a big fan of Jack Quaid. Love that guy. Yeah, he's pretty him. good. <clears throat> uh, he did a pretty good job in this. Unfortunately, they kind of telegraphed the ending a little bit, and it became apparent to me what was going on very soon. And mm-hmm. I think Buddy mentioned the same thing also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Quaid comes out. He's like, hey, you're taking your mood pills. Great. So we got some idea of what's going on with Sam. Um psychological trauma, possibly some substance abuse. She's in therapy, goes to some kind of group, which is never a good sign. And uh, she, she's, uh, she's a bit of a, um, a broken individual, I guess, for lack of a better term. All right, great. She comes back, and immediately she starts getting visited by what I'm going to call the ghost of Billy Loomis, played by Skeet Ulrich. Which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, they did what they could to de-age Skeetle. Yeah, at first I was like, are they, are they like, you know, doing the weird crap to him like because a, he wasn't going to like do a it? Deep fake. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so I, then when I saw the credits, I'm like, oh no shit, that, that was, was really him. Him. <laughs> um, I don't know what they did to him, but he didn't quite look right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was CGI or if they did like a deep fake thing or just heavy on the makeup, uh, but he. He like, didn't look quite Skeet Ulrich from the original Scream, right. but very close. Yeah. So yeah. I'll give him that. It's passable. So right off the bat, we're, we're again dipping our toes into this uh, possible supernatural element. We saw a light dusting of this in Scream 3 when Sydney's mom was visiting her in dreams. It was dumb as shit, but mm-hmm. we saw it. And now we have this going on. Interesting. Okay. Now we're going to get back to Woodsboro. And here is, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, dudes, to be honest with you. And this, we're going to kind of break into a new subgenre of horror film here. It's what I'm going to call a horror fan film, but not made by horror fans, made for horror fans. So what we're going to do in the next hour and 20 minutes is pack as many fucking Easter eggs and callbacks to the original Scream movies as mm-hmm. we can into the the rest of this movie. Yeah. We're going to see all kinds of characters coming back, all mm-hmm. kinds of name drops and things like that. And I blame Adam Green for this, I think, more than anybody, with those fucking dipshit hatchet movies. <laughs> now, you can, you can be... So we have to kind of draw a line. And I'm going to put this on the floor for you guys to, to, I guess, vote on or tell me I'm fucked up. So, say the three of us were to make a movie. A <clears throat> horror film, of course, right? Now, we're horror fans, and say we were going to make a um, Silent Hill movie. Mm-hmm. Um, would we want Rada Mitchell involved? Would we want to bring Sean Bean back? Would we want to just take a movie and pack it full of the original Silent Hill references just to appease the fans of the original Silent Hill, film, Hill movie? Or would we rather just make a horror film mm-hmm. and try to frighten and disturb people instead of all these fucking winks and nods? Well, that's what the entirety of the Scream franchise does. is It's fan service. Yeah. I, I, I didn't feel that way until <clears throat> this movie. Well, this one's this one's over the top. Very heavy-handed with yeah. it. And 
I got to I got to ask this this question is like is this even a horror film at this point? I mean, if you want to jerk me off, by all means, jerk me off. I'm open to it. And I took my pills this morning, so <laughs> it'll be a quick affair. But I, I think I would rather be frightened, disturbed, and that, that's the crux of the horror film is right. to frighten and disturb. That's what drew us all into this fan base to begin with. Okay, let's bring Nev Campbell back. Let's bring Courtney Cox and Dewey and all the other shit. And we have to – every five to ten minutes there's – oh. Turns out these are Randy Meeks's uh, nephews. Oh, turns out oh here's uh, Officer Judy again, and mm-hmm. so, oh here's a little note with lemon squares. Do we need all that, man? Do we need all of that? They're they're such nutless wonderfucks with <laughs> with all of these characters. They don't have a hair on their balls. Oh, I I'd be jumping ahead. I'd be giving. I would be jumping ahead of what we're going to go okay. into. Okay. So I'll hold off on some of it and go on a diatribe there at the end. Okay. Uh, but this entire franchise just continues to piss me off, even <laughs> though I do like this one yeah. way more than the majority of the series. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so I'll hold off on the nut. Okay. Wonder fucks. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so that's, that's where we're at. And I know I just jumped the shark with a lot of that shit, but let's get back to our story. So Tara gets attacked. Sam gets notified. She comes hauling ass back to town with her boyfriend Richie, played by Jack Quay. Uh, we're gonna right off the bat. We're gonna jump to Woodsboro High School. Looks beautiful. Looks mm-hmm. just like it did in Scream One. Uh, we're gonna meet our new gang of fucking Scooby kids that are probably <laughs> gonna get butchered. Yep. Uh, we've got Wes Carpenter, who is the son of Officer Judy from Scream Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now the sheriff, and Dewey is as yet, as yet unaccounted for. Uh, we've got, oh, God, Chad and Mickey, I think, Meeks, who are the cousins, or I guess would would have been the niece and nephew. They're twins. They would have been the niece and nephew of Randy Meeks. They are the kids of Martha Meeks, who is played by Heather Maserato, who had a 14-and-a-half-second cameo in Scream 3. <laughs> To say, I got this videotape. Let's watch it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> all right. All right. I see what you did there. Uh, who else do we have here? Um, we have our would-be survivor girl who is going to be, um, I guess we're going to say, well, I guess technically right now it's Tara, but we have Amber, who is Tara's best friend. And mm-hmm. she was the one that was getting dressed while being stalked by Ghostface. We have... Uh, Chad's girlfriend, I think her name was Liz, and she's like an emo chick, but she's kind of slutty and kind of ditzy at the same time. And that's pretty much it. So from there, our our Randy Meeks characters are going to be basically assumed by his nephews. Well, mainly the female, Mickey Mickey Meeks, who is going to, of course, give us our rules and regulations that need to be followed and all of this regular horse Somebody's shit. got to. Somebody has mm-hmm. to. There has to be a breakdown of rules and some kind of a bullet point presentation that goes I with mean, it. they did Xerox the previous fucking four scripts. So sure. Got to get it out of the way. Why not get it in there? We'll get to it in a second. Uh, from there, we're going to cut to... Uh, okay. The, the, <laughs> this Now, if, because this is a Scream movie... We are just going to take a fistful of uh, red herrings and cram them right up your colon. <laughs> and this is the first one because a random scummy dude shows up. And he's like, 
smoking cigarettes outside of his Mustang, hanging around the high school, and he's got like a mullet and some uh, mustache going on. And they're like, hey, that's the guy that used to work with uh, Mickey at the fucking thing, and maybe he banged her or something. I don't know. Now, that dude is played by a guy named Kyle Gallner. <coughs> now, hang out with me. Hang out with me because hmm. Kyle Gallner is actually a hidden gem in the horror community. Hmm. Uh, you probably didn't recognize his face, but let me run you through his body of work here. We have Jennifer's Body. We have Haunting in Connecticut. The Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which I know everybody hates except for me. Uh, I didn't hate it. We have Ghosts of Mars, The Cleansing Hour. As soon as, as, soon as you see wow. his face, you'll recognize him and go, oh, that fucking guy. I actually love me some Kyle Gallner. Hmm. It, it, I wouldn't be able to tell you his name except for IMDb-ing him. Yeah. Uh, but you, every time I see him, I'm like, hey, there's that guy again. I love that fucking guy. Uh, so he shows up, and he's going to be red herring number one because, of course, our Scooby gang notices him, and they're like, oh, that's your killer right there. Look at the scummy guy. He's trying to get in somebody's pants. Oh, it's this guy. That guy. Oh, right? yeah, okay. He's in every third horror movie. I love him to death. <laughs> Um, so he shows up and he's kind of scummy and everybody immediately points a finger at him. Now, hmm. from there, uh, Sam and Richie are now our new sort of survivor couple, sort of, they're, they're our main characters. Sam goes and sees Tara, her sister at the, um, the hospital she excuses everybody, and this is where we get the big reveal as to why Sam is seeing the ghost of Billy Loomis. Prepare yourself for some dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Is as, it as dumb as the previous long-lost brother that uh, Sydney didn't know about? Well, that's a good question, Jay. What do you think is dumber? I think the Sydney brother is dumber. That's pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. That is pretty fucking dumb, but we are going to be equal to, uh, <laughs> possibly adjacent thereof on the dumb scale mm -hmm. with this horse shit because we are going to find out via some horrific, almost laughable acting that uh, Sam is actually the illegitimate daughter of Billy Loomis, buddy. And she discovered that while surfing through her mom's diaries in the attic Yeah, uh, when she was 13 years old, ran downstairs and confronted her mom with this uh, unbeknownst to her, her dad was right behind her. Who had no clue. Who had oh, no clue. Mm. Uh, dad immediately left. Sam immediately left a few months later and embarked herself upon a life of drug use, hopefully prostitution. Hopefully. And crime. <laughs> I don't know what the prostitute scene looks like in Woodsboro. That's where she caught that lazy eye. Ooh. Nice little backhand. Somebody uh, didn't come with her money. <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty, man, and it's dumb as shit. And the worst part of this... It, it, this is a good. This is this is where it really comes into focus that Melissa Barraha, Barrera, excuse me, is a horrible actress because you have her trying to give this very touching family story, and she just and then I went down and I saw my dad and I saw I saw with the diary and I said I'm not your daughter and then he ran away <laughs> and then. I, Direct opposite of her is Jen Ortega, who is actually doing a pretty fucking oh, yeah. good job. And she's like, you know, shuddering and the tears are rolling down. And she's like, get the fuck out of my room, you crazy bitch. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
it may not have been as blatant how bad of an actress Melissa Barrera is. Until that scene. Until you see her next to Jen Ortega. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, this is terrible. Day and night. I'm. This is almost comical how bad this is. Mm-hmm. Like, she's... <laughs> Ears nothing bone dry. I was yeah. texting Jason during this. I'm like, they could have at least CGI'd in some tears for her. Help, <laughs> yeah. her, help her out a little bit. Something. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Give it a tattoo ear <laughs> teardrop. <laughs> I just want him to recast with you in the role. I think I would do great. <laughs> yeah. And then my dad, I'm not his real kid. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sad part. You're hired. I'm telling you, I'm going places in this town. Uh, from there, we cut to a bar because apparently all the bars in Woodsboro have no problem with the local high school kids coming in and shooting pool and having a couple of beers. Right. Uh, and uh, in comes our, our scumbag, Kyle Gallner. Uh, he uh, tries to get one of the girls to accompany him to the back seat of his car. Chad's like, get fucked, you asshole. So he goes out there and immediately gets killed by Ghostface. Mm-hmm. So clearly he's not our killer, unfortunately. <laughs> I was hoping for more from Kyle Gallner. Yeah. Uh, from there, we are going to go to, unfortunately, the dilapidated trailer of Dewey. Dewey has fallen on some hard times. Poor boys. little dude, yeah. I... Uh, did not like the handling of Dewey. But unfortunately, this is the crux of the Dewey and Gail Weathers relationship, is that they must start each movie on polar opposite sides of each other. Yep. And then throughout the movie, they gradually come back together, and by the closing credits, they're having sex on a professor's... Because they desk. have to use a Xerox copy of every previous script. And that's where we thought we were headed there, uh, Jason. Uh, Dewey has fallen on hard times, and his limp and his tarred arm is back. Yeah, <laughs> it disappeared in Scream Four, but it's back now. Those eyes are extra squinty in this they one. They are s- super squinty. <laughs> I don't know if I want to help you guys. Uh, so uh, Sam and Richie go to Dewey's trailer, and they're like, "Hey, man, you got to help us, Ghostface. You know the whole shit. How are you gonna? You got to protect us. Do something." He's like. I've been stabbed nine times in four movies. I don't think I can do this anymore. I got nerve damage and a limp, and I'm an alcoholic. And he's also watching Gail Weathers' morning show. Uh, <laughs> that TV, was comical. Which I thought was really depressing. <laughs> yeah. I've always been on Team Dewey. I don't want to see Dewey like this. Right? God, this is terrible, man. Uh, after that, of course, they leave because Dewey refuses to help him. <laughs> Dewey then immediately contacts Sidney Prescott, who is apparently in San Francisco or something. Mm-hmm. And she is a fully holstered, glocked up, ready to rock and roll on your bitch ass. Yep. Uh, mom on the run. She married some dude. I don't think it was Officer McSteamy from Scream 3, but uh, she's got a couple of kids, and that's really all that matters. Now, before Dewey... Told the kids to pound sand. Hmm. He did kind of infer uh, something about the boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, well, he, yeah. He did actually. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's watch out for the love interest because it's usually him, and he's usually got some kind of crazy agenda. So, <laughs> squint, squint. <laughs> uh, it's really that guy right there. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, nobody listens to Dewey, and Jack Quaid is like, I can't be me, are you kidding me? I was in Modesto. Fucking, fuck off. 
So uh, they take off, of course, and at like five minutes later, uh, after Dewey gets on the phone with Sidney Prescott, she's like, well, you got to protect those kids, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess I got to do that. So he rounds up the kids, and they have this big meeting in the Randy Meeks Memorial Home Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where Heather, Heather Maserato makes her big uh, appearance with her egregious overbite. And... Um, this is where we get our big uh, Jamie Kennedy moment of somebody laying down the rules. Yeah. Now, there's an interesting term that gets thrown out here, the requel. Yes. And that is basically, I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, the sequel that gets sandwiched in between two previous sequels in a weird way. Am I understanding this correctly? Uh, wasn't it a sequel that's kind of a reboot? Yeah, in a yeah. weird. I don't fucking a... know. It 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 was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, guess yeah, I can't believe I'm not the one that said it was stupid. I'm, I'm the angry one. He just beat you to the. Point. I know. That's all you, you I was trying. To, I was trying to be delicate. You had it locked and loaded and ready to fire, but Buddy just jumped in front of. Him. Yeah. I don't think it's going to catch on either. Was, <laughs> I, I really think they were trying to sell that as a thing. I, I do. I, I agree. I think they really were trying for it, and I'm like, this is so stupid. I don't get it. But again, we get another diatribe about Jordan Peele ruling. And uh, elevated horror and all this fucking nonsense and how you have to pay homage to originals. You can't shit on them because in the fan base and all this. It's, it's, it's the same set of rules coming out of a different haircut. Um, Dewey's like, yeah, I totally agree with that. And then uh, he takes off. They all take off and split up. Now from there, we're going to get back to the hospital. Uh, and this is where our next – because obviously Ghostface can't have what – all right, requel. You ready oh, for yeah. this one? Oh, Please boy. do, yes. I'm it's excited. A, it's a narrative that involves a movie that's both a remake and a prequel slash sequel, which contains new material while keeping it in continuity. How in the <laughs> fuck does that make sense to anybody? Right. How can it be a remake and a prequel? Yeah. No. No, no. Not, not, I thought it no. said a remake and a sequel. Okay, how can you do that? How does that make sense? It doesn't. Yeah, it's just a sequel. Yeah. All right. Remaking Whatever. a sequel? All right. All right. Eat, <laughs> eat my ass <laughs> with your elevated oh, bullshit. Yeah. Remaking a sequel. Because that makes sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, we're going, we, gotta, we realize very vehemently that we have to get back to the hospital because Ghostface is probably coming for Tara. So we all haul ass back there. Unfortunately, we're going to catch up instead with uh, Wes Carpenter, who goes back to his mom, Officer Judy. And we get a cool little kill scene of uh, Officer Judy getting harassed by Ghostface on the phone while she's on her way to pick up sushi. Busts a U-turn, hauls ass backwards back to her house to try to protect her son, just in time to watch him get stabbed in the neck. One point I will give this movie is that it is far more brutal. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yep. Well, like when, when it's stabby-stab time, yeah. it's like... Whack, yeah, that that whack. that neck scene was pretty good. That it was, was pretty gnarly. Yeah. I love that a lot. I like that. Uh, the unfortunate part, though, is that they leave a lot of open-ended things. Like that next stab thing, for as brutal as it was, I left that scene thinking he probably might have survived in a weird way. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, but, you know, that's and that equation is going to come into play later on in the film. So, 
Uh, Wes Carpenter and Officer Judy that we knew and loved. And we got a, a neat little note about her making lemon squares mm-hmm. again. Uh, are both out of the equation and have left Woodsboro feet first and permanently, unfortunately. Now... It's that time of the movie, boys and girls. Can't we, wait. We have to get to our big party yeah. slash bloodbath. <laughs> That's right. We have to have it. You got to. We, it's a screen movie. There's got to be a big party. Everybody's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. So we are now having a memorial party to uh, memorialize Wes and uh, all that stuff. So party time. Um, now Sydney Prescott takes it on herself to actually show up. While all that's going on, we're going to cut to the their party is in full is not it's being put together. We're going to cut to the uh, hospital where Sam, Richie, Amber. I don't know how I feel about Amber. I mean, I know what happens at the end, but I can't decide if she is attractive or not. She had a very strange face. Yeah, and it seemed like like a emo thing, goth thing going on. I didn't find her attractive at all. No? No. Jason? Anything? Uh, she looked average. She had like a... But I, I will I will argue that if you're even questioning it, you're, no, no, you're oh, in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's like a weird, possibly Asian, but still very pale, uh, but with like Caucasian features. <laughs> it's not... I don't want to say it's ugly, I'm, pr- I'm probably going to beat off to her. Yeah, I think point. you're yeah, sold. I'm, I'm talking myself into it. <laughs> uh, anyway, Amber is uh, not present at the um, the hospital there. Ghostface attacks. Dewey's there. Uh, Sam's there. Richie's there. Um, Amber is not present. Now, as we go through this movie, we are going to systematically encounter and probably eliminate red herrings as we go mm-hmm. amber and richie are constantly pointing fingers at each other where mm-hmm. were you i was watching netflix oh that sounds like something a killer would say yeah. watching netflix come on netflix boy all right well, where were you i was right here all right well yeah. that's that's a little suspicious a little something to think about mm-hmm. uh anyway ghost face attacks run 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 stab 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 we get uh tara out of there Unfortunately, my friends, this is the end of Dewey. Yeah. Gets stabbed, uh, lives through it, fights him off, goes back to shoot him in the head, and gets like a weird front stab, back stab, kind of Mortal Kombat fatality (laughs) situation, and now Dewey is officially dead. In the meantime, uh, Gail, Gail Weathers has come back to town, and we get a very tearful situation where she has to actually say goodbye to Dewey. Yeah. And we find out. I thought out, he was going to survive it for some reason. I was like, I oh, he'll come back. He really got <laughs> sliced and diced. Yeah. yeah. I think. <laughs> I mean, I, you, you. Yeah. No, you're not You're not coming back from this one, Part too. six, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> he's hooked up to one of those Stephen Hawking's machines. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who the killer is. Squint, squint, squint. Shit, shit. It's a love <laughs> Um, we get a little backstory on Gail Weathers and Dewey. They moved to New York so Gail could start her morning show. Dewey didn't like New York, so I guess he just picked up and left in the middle of the night. That's not a very Dewey move. No. If you ask me. Uh, whatever. And they kind of were on the road to the usual reconciliation, but now Dewey's dead and that's a big tragedy. Here comes Sydney Prescott. Yeah. She's Yay. back in town. And she is going to, uh, figure out what the fuck is really going on here. Okay, fair enough. 
she hooks up with Tara in the hospital. She's like, hey, dude. Well, actually, she well she hooks up with Sam and Tara as they're leaving the hospital. She's mm-hmm. like, dudes, 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 dudes. Uh, we got to figure out who this is doing this, and the only way we're going to get out of this is if we put that motherfucker in the ground. Yeah, we're going to go full on Frank Castle on his bitch ass, mm-hmm. and we're gonna. That's the only way. Otherwise, he's going to keep coming and killing the people that you love, and uh, got to kill him. Got to kill him. Yep. Dude. So let's go, let's put our heads in this in this game, and we'll figure it out. And they're like, yeah, no, thanks, bye, crazy old lady. Uh, what did you guys think of Nev Campbell in this movie? No good. I thought she's held up nicely. She's all right. If you, if she you, looks like a cube. <laughs> she's really squared she, off. You're you're calling her a Roblox? <laughs> she is a Roblox. <laughs> uh, she's a Minecraft character. Taking her at face value, I would I would say. Um, Looks like she tried getting in shape for it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But when you put her next to a heavily altered Courtney Cox. She's doing way better than Courtney Cox. Way better than Courtney Cox. Yeah. Courtney Cox looks like an extra from The Mummy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is like, she looks like a Cenobite. Yeah. Really. Yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> um, that being said, Court, uh, Gail Weathers and Sidney Prescott are like, dude, we've done this four times now. we got to find the son of a bitch and riddle his ass with lead, and then we can move on, and these young ladies can move on with their lives. So let's get on the case. Okay, perfect. Uh, Sam and... Um, Tara take off. They're like, we're getting the fuck out of town. Crazy bitch. We don't want any part of this shit. Mm-hmm. We're going right now. We're going to Modesto. Beautiful downtown Modesto. Sydney's <laughs> uh, like, well, I pulled a Gale Weathers and put a tracking device on their car. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did Sydney get a tracking device? And what? <laughs> okay there, James Bond. <laughs> Whatever you say. Maybe it's just like an Apple tag. Sure. Just happened to know what vehicle Th- they were driving. Threw her own cell phone in there and did a <laughs> yeah. find my phone gig or something. <laughs> yeah. Really? And now that I think about it, a tracking device isn't that hard to pull off. Uh, so they put a, pull her up on the phone and they're following her. We've got to follow her. It finds out which house she goes to for the big uh, Wes uh, go, uh, memorial party. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you fucking know... It's Stu Mocker's old house. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. I mean, we're in Woodsboro. We're yeah. in Woodsboro. They did a good job of recreating the Stu Mocker house, I would say. Yeah. Updating it. Uh, maybe it is the same house that they filmed at. I have no idea. But it looked good. It was a reasonable representation thereof. Uh, same fucking parties going on. And I will be the first, I'll be the bigger man here and admit that I got a little weepy when I understood the subtext of everybody holding up a, a glass and saying, goodbye, Wes, we'll miss you. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Wes Craven. Yeah. In that particular moment. Oh. That was pretty cool. I thank, I thank you very much, buddy. Call me sentimental, but stop it, you cynical bastard. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Uh, so there's that, and I appreciate, as a fan of uh, Wes Craven, I appreciate yeah. that little nod to the to the master. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, we're going to get right into our standard teenage party fair bloodbath. Uh, first to go is, well, we get some cool little scenes of people going down to the basement and getting beer. And yeah. they do this fucking thing in this movie, which kind of pissed me off. And I have a feeling it pissed you off, too. Anybody, anytime anybody opens... A cabinet or a refrigerator. They ramp up the suspense music. Yeah, and then they close the refrigerator. Nothing's and nobody's there. there. 
Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop that shit. You're being stupid. Especially like five times in a row. Yeah. Like when... Uh, you didn't do that the entire movie, but all of a sudden right now you're going to do yeah, this? Yeah, at Lemon Square's house. Yeah. It was that, really bad. Yeah, yeah, ramped it up. Oh, right, you fucker. Stop it with that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a whole handful of that. We get uh, Chad's girlfriend, Liz, is like, I want you to come upstairs and fuck me. And he's like, you might be the killer. I'm not going to have sex with you. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> right. I don't care if you are the killer. I got a hard dick and I'm taking you upstairs right now, mm-hmm. baby doll. Uh, especially if I'm 17, dude. It's called, it's, I, we don't even got to go upstairs. We'll get it on right here in front of everybody. Right? Yeah. Take 14 minutes. <laughs> Bang! Done. Uh, from there... Uh, Chad throws off his girlfriend Liz she's all pissed off he won't fuck me Uh, Chad's like I probably should have fucked her tonight sorry baby come back he's texting her come Mm. back Uh, she sends him a fucking pin I guess or a find find my phone thing yeah like a where I'm at where I'm at situation come find me I'm in the fucking front yard come fuck me out here you asshole I'm gonna come fuck you in the front yard Goes out there. Now, this part I thought was pretty cool because it was like the uh, motion sensors from Aliens where they're both – he's bloop. looking at his phone. It's like bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's getting closer and closer and closer. Ghost face pops out. Stab, stab, stab. Kill, kill, kill. Or so we thought. Uh, and then we cut back to the party. Now, this is normally where Gail Weathers makes her big entrance and starts putting cameras all over the place. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> Sydney and Gail are still like 20 minutes out. Uh, run around. Uh, here comes eventually. Well, now we're going to... This part I thought was particularly dumb. And this was kind of leading me towards Tara being one of the killers. Because they're making their big escape. Richie, Sam, Tara. Tara says, oh my god, I left my laptop at Amber's house. We have to go back and get it. So, they was it a laptop? Uh, inhaler. Inhaler is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, they have to turn around and go to the party. Right. I'm pretty sure you can get an inhaler at any Anywhere. pharmacy, sweet pea. Do you need that inhaler now, tonight? Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Another red herring they're throwing at us. So, uh, they make their way to the party. Uh, Richie's like, okay, party's over, you fuckers. There's a killer here somewhere. And I don't know. we got everybody got to get out of here. Uh Everybody leaves except for Mickey, still looking for Chad. Uh, Liz is running around trying to find somebody to fuck her, for Christ's sakes. Will somebody have sex with this young lady? (laughs) Please. Somebody. Anybody. I don't care who. Uh, Mindy is trying to get her girl on girl on there for a second. Mm. Or Mickey, I think. uh, That gets cock or vagina blocked, I guess, by uh, Richie. Twat blocked. Twat blocked. There you go. You're welcome. Hashtag twat blocked. <laughs> That's going on that. the notes. Let's get that. You bet your fucking ass it is. Let's get that trending. Uh, so everybody leaves the party. Uh, Sam, uh, Richie. Amber is still kind of loosely unaccounted for, but it is her house. So there's that. Uh, Min- Mickey is still there, but she's hammered on the couch. The same couch in the same room that Randy got hammered in while he was watching... Halloween in the first movie. Neat little homage, I guess. And by the way, of course, she's watching Stab One. Mm -hmm. And again, I have to come back to this true crime element. Is this in good... Would this movie be made if it was actually based on real events? 
No. Sidney Prescott, the real Sidney Prescott, would sue the living piss yeah. out of the makers of the Stab franchise. Oh, yeah. Although I will say this. When uh, Richie was watching Stab 8, and it had like a big shredded ghost face with a flamethrower running that around. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Yeah, that I know. Good. I was thinking that, too. And there's like 14 <laughs> ghost faces, and they're all high-fiving each other. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, when they were talking about up in the scale, I'm like, oh. Woo! And then they showed that. I'm thinking, are they going to actually do something like this? I was all excited. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now we're basically back in Scream 1 territory. We're in the same house. We're entering the same equation. Uh, Sydney Prescott rolls up. She's glocked up again. And this time, she's not fucking around. She's just running around shooting, shooting doors. Uh, basically, never fuck- mind who's on the other side of that door. There might be a baby right there. I don't give a fuck. That's a dead-ass baby. (laughs) Blam! 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 Eventually, she accidentally shoots Richie in the leg. He was hiding in an upstairs closet. Uh, He's like, Jesus, fuck, Sydney! You just shot me in the leg. And she's like, well, what are you doing in the closet? I was hiding. You're running around shooting people. (laughs) Yeah, he had a point. I got to tell you, I'm with him on this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Eventually, now, Sydney's on the phone with Ghostface. Uh, They are... Coming out of the closet, and then Ghostface jumps out. Uh, him and Sydney, Ghostface and Sydney, go over the banister onto the uh, entryway. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Richie limps his ass down there and gets the gun away. And this is where we get the reveal that Ghostface is actually Amber, Tara's mm-hmm. best friend. Very scary. While that was going on, Sam was downstairs hiding, and she happened to open up a closet where Tara has been duct taped and gagged. But her hands are taped in front of her. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, she could have taped herself, buddy. Think about that. She could have done that shit herself, buddy. Hmm. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, scary shit, man. Uh, Terrifying. Run, <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Uh, run, chase, run around, flip-flop. Uh, eventually, um, this part was... Uh, Gail Weathers rolls up again, gets shot in the stomach again. Uh, big struggle. We get the reveal. Eventually, they get the mask off of Ghostface. It's Tara. They hit her in the head with vodka. Um, we get the the reveal of the second killer, who of course is Richie, and he's like, "Ha ha! I got you, you fucker." Uh-huh. Uh, he stabs uh, Sam. Big struggle. Make a very long, diluted story short. Uh, Tara pops up at the end, shoots Amber. Well, no, shoots Richie in the head, kills him. Uh, Amber gets uh, doused with vodka and then lit on fire, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the very end, she pops up and she's all burned up and she's like, ah, and then Tara shoots her in the head and that's the end of your movie. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of Scream 5? Not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as Scream movies go, you could definitely do a lot worse. Yeah. They have. We certainly have. Um, the performance of Melissa Barrera. Terrible. was distractingly bad. Yeah. Shouldn't they get Gail to a fucking hospital? At the end of the movie, she's just sitting on the like the, has Gail, the back of the has ambulance. Has Gail ever been taken to a hospital? Never once. She's been stabbed, thrown <laughs> into an orchestra pit, uh, shot. At the end, she's always just sitting on the ambulance asking about Dewey. <laughs> Dewey's the one that always goes to the hospital. Yes. <laughs> He's already there yeah. in the morgue. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bud. Um, I'm not... The, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how so, I feel about this. How much of this horse shit are they going to regurgitate in the next one? Oh yeah. So they're going to bring back a bunch of people. Yeah. That Jenny we're Ortega, seeing in Courtney IMDb. Cox, Hayden Penetera, mm-hmm. Melissa Barron, 
Michigan. So, oh, and the list goes on. They at least had balls enough this time to kill off Dewey. Yeah. yeah. Which means they probably have balls enough to kill off Gale next time. Yes. But what they don't have balls enough not to do. They won't touch. They're, they're not, not going to kill her. I swear I wish they'd make her the killer. That would be a nice twist. So far, she's not if even you, in the cast. If, if they really wanted to do something innovative, she would be the fucking killer. Take that. It would. It would. Mm-hmm. Just blow our fucking minds. It would. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that. That's their. Uh, that's their. Their white knight right there. It's a. It's a Sydney Prescott. It's Christmas. exhausting though. It is. It is. That. That blocky bitch. <laughs> and freaking stretchy face. I'm telling you, man. I I can't. It needs to just stop. We have to pass the torch. Look, there's a lot of shitty, like. Franchise. You got yeah. Hellraiser out there. Yeah. You got freaking uh, Phantasm. I mean, you got a lot of movies that really just should stop. This one really needs to cut it out. Well, <clears throat> like all those movies, there's usually one or two characters or some formula in the equation that you have to you have to hang your hat on. Take the Saw franchise, for example. You never knew what was really going on until the last five minutes. Yep. You could be watching a perpendicular movie. This could was maybe fit into that somehow. It was all this big puzzle. For this franchise, if it's going to continue, you gotta have you gotta have multiple killers. You gotta have the ghost face mask, and I'm, I'm sorry, man, but you gotta have Sydney Prescott. Fuck her. <laughs> but she's not in this cast on the next. That one. doesn't mean she's not, and it doesn't mean that uh, David Arquette isn't going to show up. We just saw Skeet Ulrich. Like I said, these 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 other franchises are all they're all ridiculous. We don't expect them to be anything other than what they are. We go into them expecting just insane things to happen with no thought behind it. But we watch them because we don't have to think about them. Of course, they keep trying their damnedest to keep us guessing all through these screen movies. They're trying to make it a whodunit. And, yes. but meanwhile, it's retarded. Yeah. It's, it's retarded. It's regurgitative. Uh, it is just constantly beating the same fucking drum over and over and over with these. I mean, seriously, the barrage of red herrings is exhausting. I agree. That's why I just, I try to really turn it off and not even attempt to guess who's doing what. Sure. And then just wait for the big stupid reveal at the end. <laughs> yeah. So, I want I want to watch this for the killings, not for the all right. Who did it this time? Right, you know? but unfortunately, ninety four percent of the dialogue is you're a suspect. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a suspect. Exactly. Who's a suspect? Where were you when the no? I was doing all this horseshit. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> at least we don't have to see Dewey and um, Gail rec- oh, reconcile yet again. I'm sure there will be some fucking situation where she goes to his grave or some horseshit. Yeah, but the, I think I think I know what the the big uh, monkey wrench in the equation is here. Again, going back to a saw or a uh, Friday the Thirteenth or a Nightmare on Elm Street, those fucking movies came out. One to two years in between tops. Scream, ten years. Ten years. Ten fucking years. Yeah. So I think if the next one comes out in a a bit of a more timely fashion, maybe we can say goodbye to all the fan uh, fanfare 
and just let's let's start over. Let's keep it in Woodsboro. Sure. How, how emotionally attached do they think we are to Sydney fucking Prescott? Well, if you're not a dipshit podcaster who has to watch all five movies back to back to back to back to back, <laughs> nobody gives a shit about these characters. The only one anybody has liked is Dewey. 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 Everybody Dewey. else could be fodder. I would agree. I would agree. And now that Dewey's out of the equation, I. I I mean, I, I think if I had to pass the torch to anybody... It would I like be- Matthew Lillard. I wish they would have kept him. See, you had a golden opportunity to do something. You're in Stu Mocker's house. You've already got the ghost of Billy Loomis or the mental delusion or whatever it was. Yeah. Bring him back. Have a ghost fight or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do something. Do something. I don't know, man. Um, but what I was going to say is if I, was go- if I had to pass the torch from Sidney Prescott to any character that we've seen... In the Scream franchise, Ortega. No, well, I like I like Jen Ortega. I like her. I like her acting. Uh, really, we didn't see much of her character. I go Kirby. Scream Four, played by Hayden Panettiere. Well, she's in the next even one. though she's got a dude haircut. Yes, she Jason. does. <laughs> uh, with all of that said, with all of the rage aside, revised power ranking one my favorite five mm. second okay then i go four three and two i go one four five two three three to me was inexcusable two was oh two was God. bad dude i could barely get through that it was a carbon copy of one just in it with a different background yeah so i get you there but taking it to a movie set and with all this horse shit with the fucking <laughs> secret passages and the nuns, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to go on, on that rant again. <laughs> Buddy, give me a power ranking of the Scream franchise. One, five. Oh, man. I'm going to say four, two, three. Same as me. One, five, four, two, three. Oh, it's switching five and four. I go one, four, five. Two, three. Quite the little mixture there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, inmates, let's take us a little break. I, I got to get out of the scream shit. I, I got to take a break from I'm scream. I'm about to yeah. scream. I'm going to scream. Break here. We'll come back with some other stuff. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. We are now on final approach to our destination port of St. Lowell, the largest city on Mars.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, baby dolls. Yeah. Yes, sir. Did anybody get stabbed during the break? Nope. nope. Okay, thank Christ for that. Really, at what point, if you're uh, Woodsboro, California, do you stop s- selling the goddamn Father Death costume? No shit. All you're doing is inspiring people to stab each other. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Really. Knock it the fuck off, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that was it for the uh, Scream franchise. Phew. I... Overall, I'm not mad at it. It does get a bit repetitive, but really what horror franchise doesn't, the deeper you go down the well. Um, I'm glad to be done with it for now. Of course, we'll have to revisit the new one whenever it comes out. Mm -hmm. Now, my friends, it is time for us to get into a new month, a new theme. We're going to the cult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you say XFL? I think so. (laughs) Ah, shit. NFL.com. All right, dude. So prepare yourselves for some cult movies in the month of June. We got all kinds. We got, well, I think we got the best of the best as far as cult movies goes. Uh, But we would like to hear any recommendations you have for movies featuring cults, uh, any kind of weird religious pagan shit. Uh, Let us know. The Padded Room, 2011 at Hotmail.com, or the Mental Health Hotline, area code 775-387-0275. In the meantime, gentlemen, it's time to get into the Terra Dome. Yeah. Welcome to the Terra Dome. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll try to be crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil. To the Terradome. I am so happy you got the reference. This public enemy. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them, but they're just not here anymore. All right, let's start things off with last week's winner, shall we? In the team's division, we had the Blind Dead versus the regular old zombies. Slowly and methodically, the long dead knights formed battlements along the walls of the Castillo. Wave after wave of zombies crashed against their defenses, but were unable to break through the the Templar siege lines. 
With a vote of 9-3, to three, the blind dead advance over the zombies. Violet, that's how that goes down. <laughs> that's how that happens, Violet. That's how they that's do. That's how it happens, as most people will agree. <laughs> now, let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Yes. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. We are in the Inferno Conference Round 8. Wow. The more time went by, the more things stayed the same. Different clothes, different haircuts, but the same kids on the same boardwalk. Decades had passed since Max's final death, and the boys had been directionless ever since. Without the influence of an elder, they simply continued as they always had. Partying all night, sleeping all day, never getting old, and never dying. But 50 years had come and gone, and the tedium had become overwhelming. David and the boys were fed up and wanted to return to mortality. Whether they found the book or the book found them was non-consequential, but the grimoire itself held the promise of breaking the curse of unlife. More to the point, the ritual to enact to summon the dark deities that could facilitate such a bargain. With that, David and the boys began making the preparations and gathering the components. In team's competition, we have the Lost Boys versus the Demons. Jason Harrell, how do you say? Lost Boys. Lost Boys for you, buddy. Mm. Vote with your mind, okay? Not with your penis. <laughs> I know they're sexy. I agree. I'm agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. But think about who would win in a fight. Vampires are very sexy. It's sexy. Demons. Thank you. Violet? You've seen movies with demons, and I know you've seen The Lost Boys. Come on, look at that poster up there. Look at those good-looking sons of bitches. Don't look at the poster, Violet. you got to go with style. The saxophone player's not in it. (laughs) He's not technically a vampire. Right. saxophone player. What do you think, Vi? Okay, demons. Demons, she says. Um... I think I got to go with the Lost Boys on this, dudes. I'm sorry. I know I just talked everybody else into voting for demons. <laughs> but the thing is, and I'm going to stand by uh, my old formula, Lost Boys can fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucked yourself on that they, one. I know. I know. <laughs> they don't technically have wings, but we have seen them fly. That is a combat edge. I think it's more floating. Whatever you want to call it, they do. They swoop down and they... Land. They land. They can carry you off or whatever. So for that, I am taking Lost Boys. And that, my friends, is the Terra Dome matchup for the week. It's the Lost Boys versus the Demons. Get us your vote by next week if you can. Again, the mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're contemplating that matchup, we have some movies to tell you about that we got to watch this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I held true to my promise of last week, and I immediately went out and bought myself a copy of The Roost from 2005, uh, Ty West directorial debut. debut. Uh, it's a killer bat movie, and there's a little bit of zombie action in there. Hmm. It's may not be as good as I remember, but I still rather enjoyed it, and I think it's definitely worth a watch. I look forward to it. I uh, got the disc, handed it off to Jay. He's going to check it out, let us know next week. I also watched Men from 2022. 
Yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> I've been known to watch men from time to time. Is this time. a live performance? or <laughs> No, it's actually, it's actually just me downtown <laughs> looking at dudes. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the movie is Men, you fucking homophobes. Uh, it's, uh, th- here's the thing, and maybe you guys can, you'll sympathize with me on this. A bad movie, a bad ending to a good movie makes it worse all the way around, yes. I feel like. Now, this movie held my interest, slow burn, held my interest. Mm-hmm. It's in theaters right now, by the way. Held my interest all the way up until, I'd say, about the five-minute mark. When the five, about the five-minute mark kicks in. The starting of the five-minute mark. I would like no 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 no. The, the I'm, last, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. The last five <laughs> I was like, wow. Was <laughs> uh, up until that point, pretty solid, very suspenseful. There's some very intense scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gorgeous flick. Look great. Jason saw it with me. Mm-hmm. All um, the and it sounded amazing. Sounded great. The sounds were great. A lot of things going very. I would say Kubrick esque moments with like sound design and. These, uh, it takes place in this 500-year-old house, mm-hmm. and there's some cool things going on. There's a, there's a lot of cock in this movie. I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to see... It's some, like watching Watchmen. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to see some dicks, check this movie out, as the name would in, you know allude to. Uh, but the last five minutes, man, just fucking fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things got a little kooky. If they got downright... Dumb is what I, the only way that I can describe it. And uh, is very masturbatory. Uh, if you ask me what I would say, if we got the director in here, I'm sure he or she would have some long-winded explanation about men and not being, I, I, I don't know, male dominance in a fucking metaphorical situation. I don't, I can't, I don't even know what he's going for. Uh, the point is, the ending didn't make a lick of sense. It was very grandiose in its dipshittedness, and um, it left me hating the movie. And I really liked it up until that part. Hmm. And I, I could tell right now because we took uh, Jeff from the basement and Nurse Nicole with us too to the movies. And at the end, uh, all six of us are sitting in the same row. I look over at Jason, and Jason gives me the hand jerk off sign. And I look over at I was my, actually just jacking off. He was. <laughs> yeah. And I look over it's at... popcorn flying around. Hey, get that it wasn't out of my, popcorn. Get that out of my popcorn. <laughs> I look over at Nurse Nicole and Jeff, and they just have these confused kind of, what the shit is going on here? And I look at my wife, who's normally terrified of these things and hiding behind the popcorn, and she's just scratching her head. So at, in that last five minutes, you have managed to completely ruin what was a pretty good horror flick, in my hmm. opinion. Uh, Jay, you saw it with me. Would you agree? I would. I, for the most part, did and do agree. I did watch a very good, um, like explanation video. Oh, I would love to hear from this. The, from this sure. guy on yeah. YouTube. Okay, he really did a deep dive on it. All right, it's like twenty minutes long. Okay, um, can you? It really made me appreciate. A, a lot more aspects of the movie. Okay. But with that said, the last 30 seconds of the movie where you see spoilers, where you see um, like blood and stuff like that, yeah. uh, that part doesn't make sense. And that part's not explained um, because we're kind of led to believe that some things happened, some things didn't happen. Okay. 
So while this guy explained, you know, the a lot of the missing elements sure. are things that I'm too dumb to grasp. He didn't explain that last like 30 seconds of the movie. Okay. So I'm still pissed. So I, I know what you're talking about, and I would be willing to sign off on what I think he said, if that's the direction we're going to go. But that doesn't account for certain physical things that are there's evidence of at the very yeah, end. Yeah, for so, sure. Ah, it's, it's, yeah. I will tell you this. I'm going to watch it again. I am not. I am not going to watch it. I will not do that I am again. absolutely going to watch it okay. again. Um, I, I real Because I appreciated it so much up to a point. Right. And I really want it. I want to like it. Okay. But, man, I'm pissed at that ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Man. So I'm going to give it one more shot. Okay. Buddy, we will clue you in after the show. I don't want to spoil it because it's a brand fucking new movie. Right. We'll, we'll break it down for you here. Did you get to watch anything else this week, my man? Uh, a documentary on Shudder, the um, found footage phenomenon. Pretty oh, cool. good. Pretty good about nice. found, found footage, uh, the evolution of found footage in movies. Very cool. Um, been on more of a series run. Uh, did you ever watch The Outsider? I started uh, On it. HBO. I watched the first two episodes. Oh, okay. I, I slow, fl- slow episodes yeah i got uh i know where it's going mm-hmm. and i ever since i had kids i can't handle kid stuff anymore oh i know i'm a big pussy i'm sorry oh i'll be damned <laughs> I, there's nothing I, I don't think there's anything i can't watch when it comes to horror good for you don't have kids what uh, well that's what i hear and like, i'm not going to um have you ever I, seen, I mean i don't like animal stuff well, case in point, uh, I have never seen Cannibal Holocaust. Okay, I get that. Just because of the animal stuff. Sure. There's a cut on Shutter right now where they have removed that. It's part of the Joe Bob Briggs uh, situation. Yeah, but just knowing they did, they can fuck off. I get it. So I get, um, so I get where you're coming from, I guess. Uh, it's too bad, though. It's a, actually a really good series. I might, at some point, when I grow a pair, get back <laughs> into it. But I watched. there was a movie I watched like two, three years ago called Antrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, some kid stuff goes down in there. That was event. The kid survives at yeah. the end, but watching it happen and it doesn't help at all that that kid bore a striking resemblance to my son. Oh, okay. With, like blonde curly hair. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck this. I don't need this. Hmm. Yeah. The only other thing we watched, uh, we marathon for the most part. We marathon the new uh, seven episodes of Stranger Things. Okay. So I heard good things. We're all caught up on that. I heard this one is much more horror. There's a lot going on. Yeah, definitely. Right on. It's definitely, cool. it's definitely darker. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. I can't Thanks. wait for that. <laughs> Buddy, you got anything? Um, watched uh, The Fantastic Beats, which is a prequel to... Um, Harry oh. Potter? Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, the first first two. Haven't seen the new one that's out, but... Okay, very saw cool. Those. Yeah, that's, that's about it. it. Yeah. Right. Well, and also the emergency therapy that I'm picking. Okay. But we'll get into that. Right on. Well, without further ado, then, let's get ourselves into some immersion therapy. Let's do it. <laughs> immersion therapy. Oh, that sadness. Oh, <laughs> that man. Very rapey. Well, well, well. 
Hello there. <laughs> that got a little wacky, my friends. Yeah. Uh, not a bad show. Special effects, dudes. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're good. Into that. Uh, what, what are we Great doing? blood in that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it, too. It was Korean, I think. Or. I can't remember. Taiwanese, perhaps. Mm. Asian. Asian. Yeah. Asian. <laughs> we'll just go with that. Not American. No, I think it was Korean now that I think about it. But. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, something that was posed to me is, why did they call it the sadness? Everybody seemed to be having a pretty good time. Right. They really, <laughs> they really I mean, did. They were really up Was it up. because they all had, like, that... Blood tears? Yeah, the goo coming down yeah. from their eyes. So Good. maybe it just looks like they're perpetually crying. Sure. That's the only thing I could come up with. I, I'll buy that. Or it's a very inaccurate... Yeah. Translation issue. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Violence fight. What? Uh, you posed an interesting question regarding the ending. Mm-hmm. Do you think she lived or died? I think she got shot. Okay. What do you think, buddy? So we can't spoil it because a lot of people, but at the end, the heroine of the movie makes her grand escape and is immediately, you don't see what happens, but you immediately hear gunfire. Right. You think she lived or died? No, I, I think she she's done i think so too because that whole last sequence is her boyfriend with that great big shit-eating grin on his face mm-hmm. for like 30 seconds as the gun fires ringing out yeah after he just told her all the nasty stuff you want to do yeah uh i think your uh description was accurate yeah uh, very 20, rapey zombies 28 days later with a boner right yeah <laughs> yeah that's about as yeah it, it's, a, it's definitely a rage movie a rage virus type movie mm-hmm. oh, yeah, i mean more what? more than a uh, zombie movie yeah. yeah they actually talked so. they did <laughs> they were quite pleased with themselves really yeah. i mean especially the, they smile a lot yeah your eyeball juice is drying on my dick <laughs> yeah wow. yeah wow all righty <laughs> There you have it. All right. Uh, check that <clears throat> shit out, inmates. It's on Shutter right now. Put the kids to sleep before you do this one. You're going to scar them for life. Buddy, what do you got for <laughs> us this week, homeboy? All right. This week, let's check out 2015's Hell House LLC. This is about five years after an unexplained malfunction that causes death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour. A documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. And you'll find this gem also on Shudder. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. In the meantime, it is time for an education of me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I'm a struggling artist. I paint murals and shit like that. Uh, I do have a penchant for heavy metal music. And I just bought this house with my 14-year-old daughter and my wife. And some fat bastard keeps showing up in the middle of the night and knocking on the door for no goddamn reason. I wish I could stop sleepwalking. I wish he hadn't left the electric guitar and the amp in the front yard. And uh, what the hell's going on in this house all of a sudden? I am, of course, Devil's Candy. Have you guys seen that one? Mm-mm. Pretty good show. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, Ethan Emery. A shredded Ethan Emery. Don't get all moist over I'm there. I'm telling you what. Not too bad. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? Well, 
I just showed up for work as normal, and I was here in my cubicle, and I was typing away, getting some uh, reports together, and all of a sudden the doors locked and the windows closed. And now middle management is telling me they're not letting me out of here until I kill two fucking people. Goddamn if, uh... Yes? I can't say his name without giving away the movie. <laughs> Son of a bitch. God damn if my girlfriend down in shipping receiving isn't trying to make her way to the roof to try to signal for help. But she ran into the janitor who got issued the same mandate as I did. Going to be a long day at the office, boys. Who might I be? Tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us inmates. Thank you very much for joining us. Like, comment, and subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Do have a Patreon campaign running. You can find the link at paddedroom.podbean.com. A low $5 donation will get you control of the month of August, a padded room travel mug, a padded room t-shirt, and as much hardcore pornography as I can shove into your box. And I might mean that in more ways than one, baby doll. (laughs) In the meantime, join us next week for The Sacrament, kicking off uh, cult month here in the padded room. We're going to rock right through that in June. we got all kinds of culty shit lined up for you. In the meantime, you guys got anything else? No. That's it for me. That's it for you, buddy? No. Pilot? Nothing? All right. For Miss Monica and Absentia, Weird Cults. Eyeball juice drying on penises. Twat blocking. Twat blocking. (laughs) Hashtag twat blocking. Uh, Man eating plants. Uh, Goddamn Sydney Prescott and the whole Woodsboro Posse and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye, everybody. Bye, and have a great week. You want to hear a joke about pizza? Never mind, it's too cheesy.